Well, good morning. Great to be with you today and uh, Father's Day 2021. Happy Father's Day to all the dads and I uh, really hope you have a great day. Looking forward to it. Um, we've already had a good morning so far. Wherever you may be listening from, I just invite you in to People Builders today and uh, we're going to share together about fathers. And I'm really looking forward to it. I've got a cuppa here, just having a bit of a sip. I hope you've got a coffee or a tea or a cool drink or whatever. Just relax and we're going to have some time together looking into God's Word. What does God say about fatherhood? What does God tell us about Himself as our Father and about us as fathers? And, as, and parenting as well. There's a whole lot there for us. We've got a few minutes together. We won't get through all of it. We'll just touch on it and uh, we're going to have a great time together. Let's have a sip here. All right. Well, I hope you're ready for the word. I'm ready to go. Let's go straight into Psalms. Let's start from uh, Psalm 103. Psalm 103 verse 13. It says this, The Lord is like a father. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Now, fear him is sort of a hard word to grasp in our current language, but let me put it in the, the Passion Translation, puts it this way. The same way a loving father feels towards his children, that's but a sample of your tender feelings toward us, your beloved children who live in awe of you. In awe of you. Wow. You know, today, the, the model for fatherhood needs to come not from your experience with your earthly father, but from the father, the heavenly father, our heavenly father. And it's described here in this, just this simple one verse that we've just read together. He is loving, tender and compassionate towards his children. Loving, tender and compassionate. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm so glad to hear that today. You know, I was blessed in my experience with my earthly father to have a kind and loving father. His name was Colin. He passed away a couple of years ago, but most people knew him as an as a understanding, sensitive man that uh, you know, was much loved. And I'm really grateful to God for him. And he modeled to me some of that kindness and that tenderness and that compassionate nature that God had. But you know, um, for too many of us, those three words don't actually describe their earthly father. The, uh, the earthly fathers often haven't behaved that way. And um, my experience of life has shown me that when an earthly father models their fatherhood from their heavenly father's character, they become loving, tender and compassionate. And the flow on is that there's a great respect and admiration directed back to him from his children. And because of these fathers, families become safe and secure and really healthy places to live. And so these three qualities of loving, uh, tenderness, lo loving, tender and compassionate the nature of God, the nature of the Heavenly Father, if we can reenact that, if we can act that out as, as earthly fathers, then the repercussions are incredibly positive. There's a little bit more the Word of God has to say about fathers, but let's just consider these things for the moment. You know, where there's no father on the scene uh, and then there's a mother, these qualities are yours to model to from as well. And, and I really pray for a special, super abundant, super abundant grace to be poured out on you, mum, on you mums today as you parent your kids into adulthood. And uh, even in adulthood, you know, we can still, as fathers and mothers, as parents, still have an incredible impact on our adult children. And I want to encourage you today, in whatever place you are in life, whatever stage of life you're at as a parent, that today take on board some of these qualities that we're discussing together and, and bring, them, bring them into your relationships with your children. You know, being a father 
uh, and being a parent's more than just teaching kids and telling kids what to do. It's far more intimate than that. Uh, there's a you know there's a daycare, there's preschool, there's a big school for some of that. But being a father, that's a whole other level of connection that's needed in families today. And uh, we need to go to that next level. We can't just be um, treating our kids like we're a daycare worker or something. We need to go to another whole level as parents and as fathers with our kids. Let's have a look at another verse today. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and it's in verse 15. This is the message translation on the message version of this one verse. And it says here, there are a lot of people around who can't wait to tell you what you've done wrong. Who's heard that? There's a lot of people around who can't wait to tell you what you've done wrong. But there aren't many fathers willing to take the time and effort to help you grow up. It was as Jesus helped me proclaim God's message to you that I became your father. This is Paul teaching the, the Corinthian church and today he's teaching us as well. Put, the Passion Translation puts it this way. For although you could have countless babysitters in Christ telling you what you're doing wrong, you don't have many fathers who correct you in love. But I'm a true father to you, for I became your father when I gave you the gospel and brought you into union with Jesus, the anointed one. And I want to read to you uh, the next, uh, the same verse again in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15 in the Amplified Version. Let's just grab it. I love looking at it different versions. It really gets these, you know, we've, this is our second verse this morning, just two verses. Look, look how powerful it is. Here it says in verse 15 in the Amplified, For even if you were to have 10,000 teachers to guide you in Christ, yet you would not have many fathers who led you to Christ and assumed responsibility for you. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the good news of salvation. That's an incredible verse. And there's a lot in there, a little bit different emphasis in each version. But I just want to pull out three things that I think are key for us today as we consider fatherhood in 2021 and Father's Day here in Australia. The first one is this one, time and effort. We need time and effort. As fathers, we need to consider that it's going to take time and effort to be a great father to our kids. Whether our kids are grown up or whether our kids are still little living in our homes, time and effort is needed to have any sort of reasonable impact in their lives. The second point that came through was correction in love. Correction in love. And that in love is really important. And the third one is assuming responsibility. It talks in there about it, assuming responsibility for your kids. Assuming responsibility for your kids, assuming responsibility for what? For leading them towards Jesus, it speaks about. Introducing them to Jesus. Not the church's responsibility, not the kids' program, not the Christian school, not the youth group. Uh, it's you, Dad. You're the one who needs to assume responsibility. It's on you to take up the responsibility to lead your children to Jesus. And I think this is probably one of the biggest issues that's happened in our nation where the dads have not introduced their children to faith in Christ. And so there's been this gap, this drop off, this has been missed out. It doesn't even specifically uh, point it for the mothers. It's actually for the dads. But if there's no dad on the scene, then mums, I believe God's going to anoint you for this task and he's going to allow you and give you the privilege and opportunity to introduce your children to Jesus. So this is the third point, assuming responsibility. We take up that responsibility to lead our kids 
toward Jesus and to lead them to him, pray prayer with him as they give their hearts to Christ. It's, you know, as, as dads, and I've been a dad for a while now, I think 34 years I've been a father and I've been a grandfather for 10 years. You know, our responsibility here is not just the practical stuff, you know, how to, how to brush your teeth and how to perhaps wash the dishes, how to mow the lawn even as they get a bit older, how to make the bed, all those practical things. It's not just the pra- practical stuff. It's not just the academic stuff, how to do your homework well, how to make sure you, you learn your maths and your English and speak properly and your grammar and all those sort of things. It's not just the financial and business stuff, help the kids how to run, uh, use money when they get their first jobs and all that sort of thing. It's not just that. It's also the spiritual things, the spiritual things, your relationship with God. And this is what we need to assume responsibility for. If parents would resume responsibility assume, sorry, not resume, or could be resuming, but assume responsibility for raising their kids into a relationship with Christ and then and, and discipling them in that place, then everything could change around. It'd be incredible. Let's not leave it up to the schools. Let's not leave it up to the church. Let's not leave it up to the kids program or the youth group. Let's take responsibility ourselves as fathers to lead our children into a relationship with Jesus. You know, in those verses, the, the other areas are the practical stuff, the financial stuff, all that. That's not even mentioned. It's all about prioritizing the spiritual area as, our, as parents. We need to parent our children and we need to be the leaders in that spiritual area of their lives. You know, Paul continues here and he adds on in verse 16 a really important point. And he says, so I urge you, Verse 16 says, I urge you, be imitators of me just as a child imitates his father. Boy, haven't we seen that? Kids imitate their parents. Kids imitate, in this case today, Father's Day, they imitate their fathers. You know, your children won't imitate their teacher at school. They'll imitate you. They'll imitate me. You know, what you like to eat and drink, what you watch on the screens, on the TV, on your screens, on your laptop, on your iPad, on your phone, the sayings and phrases that you use, the way you speak to their mother, the way you respond under pressure, how you speak to others, how important the Bible is to you. Do the kids ever see you with an open Bible on your lap? Do they ever see you reading it? Um, Prayer. How important is prayer to you? How important is your involvement in church life, in worshipping God, in bringing a tithe into the kingdom of God, to sow into something that's beyond ourselves, into spiritual things, about serving, serving others, about sharing, sharing your stuff with other people, giving things away, being generous. This is all about fathering. It's They're going to imitate us. And so here it is in the scripture. You know, I urge you, be imitators of me, Paul, saying, just as a child imitates his father. You know, children imitate fathers. And sometimes that's not so good because dads haven't perhaps done the best job they could. And I want to encourage you today, this isn't about judgment. This is about just challenging us and uh, I guess um, encouraging you to uh, look at ways you can bring a great impact on your children by the things that you do in front of them and the way we behave around our kids. And really, we need to be real and genuine and authentic wherever we are in life and allow our kids to glean from that. Wow. So, what are we up to here? 
you know, of course, we model to them based on the modeling that we've embraced each day through our relationship with our own Heavenly Father. So this idea of trying to model Jesus to people isn't something, or particularly to our kids, isn't something that we should sort of artificially try and do. No, it should just be something that flows naturally from our own relationship with God, from our own relationship with our Heavenly Father. And so where the character of God and the qualities and the values that he has become ours as we spend time with God, and then they just permeate through the way we behave and the things that we do and the words that we speak and the thoughts that we have. And so that flows down into our children. So our children imitating our behavior is pretty natural for us to do if we're imitating our father's, our heavenly father's behavior. So dads that might be listening today, I would encourage you get it back into your relationship with God. If it's waning a bit, then get into his word, get into prayer, get back into intimacy with God, because that is going to impact your children by the way you outwork your relationship with him in the home and in all of life. You know, loving, tender and compassionate are the qualities that we've uh, we've focused on this morning from that verse in Psalms. You know, fatherhood requires much. It's no take it or leave it role. It requires selfless and pa- selflessness and patience and an enduring sense of responsibility. I say enduring sense of responsibility because it keeps going. I'm 34 years into fathering now and uh, my responsibilities as a father continue with my daughters and with my grandchildren and it continues on. You cannot sustain that just working out of your own energy, out of your own effort, out of the flesh, out of some sense of uh, legal obligation to try and be a good dad. No, we need the grace of God. We need his enabling power to be a parent, to be, in this case, Father's Day, to be a father to our children. We need God's help and we need that download from heaven. We need his grace. We need the patience. We need the capacity to really represent Jesus to our children. So that's where we get it from, from our own relationship with God. And, uh, you know, to do this, uh, that's just the only way we can do it, to get the flow of God's grace in our life, get his wisdom coming into us. And, uh, and it happens every day, day by day by day. And then we're able to bring that to our kids. It's so beautiful. I want to go to Ephesians chapter six. This is our last verse. Just got three verses for today's message. I hope you're getting something from this today. Ephesians chapter six, verse four says here, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. This is the amplified. Do not, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. In the brackets, it says, do not exasperate them to the point of resentment with demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them. But bring them up, say that with me, bring them up, but bring them up tenderly with loving kindness in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. What an incredible verse, Ephesians 6 verse 4 in the Amplified. I'm going to read it in the message to simplify it for us today. Fathers, don't exasperate your kids. Don't exasperate your children by coming down too hard on them. But it says actually just by coming down hard on them. Take them by the hand. Here it is. Take them by the hand. Take them by the hand and lead them. Take them by the hand and lead them. Take them by the hand and lead them. Where do we lead them? It says in the verse there, in the way of the master. The master is a capital M and the master is Jesus himself. Lead them in the way of the master. How do we do that? We're not kicking them along from behind. We're not uh, standing way up front saying, come on, you know, you're lagging behind. No, we're taking them by the hand 
We're walking with them as we lead them in the way of Jesus. That's the way fathers need to be. That's how we need to parent and father our children. And, uh, and for mothers today, to, to raise your children, to mother your children, to father your children, to parent our children, we need to take them by the hand and lead them in the way of the master. How good is that? Wow. Parenthood. Parenthood, it's a tough gig. The hours are long and the pay is low, but the return on investment is absolutely priceless. It's, it has generational impact that's going to go way beyond your life. And let's pray today as we talk about parenting and about fatherhood together, that if we get the downloads from God from our own intimate relationship with him, that we're going, we're going to be able to leave something of a generational impact that's so positive and so beautiful for the future of our kids and uh, for the generations to come. You know, one day I'll be gone from this earth uh, and uh, my kids and my grandkids will continue on. And I hope and my prayer is that there'll be a deposit in their lives from my opportunity to be a father and a grandfather. And uh, that's going to look fantastic in the days ahead because I'm just going to ask God to uh, help all the way through that we can truly bless, truly bless the next generation as parents, as fathers and mothers for the days, for the generations yet to come. How good's that? Generational impact way beyond our life is the one thing that we can really do. If you're not sure whatever else your ministry or your function might be, parenting and uh, being father today, being a father to our kids is the most important thing that we could do. If you've blown it, if some things have gone wrong and you haven't got it right yet, well, there's always tomorrow. There's another new day coming. There's another brand new day coming tomorrow today. It's the 5th of September and the 6th of September is coming. What could you do? Make a phone call. Uh, heal up some wounds that may have come about. And let's not go beating ourselves up for the mistakes we've made, but let's take every step we can with God's grace and his enabling power to uh, repair and strengthen and build better for the future together as we raise our children and as we lead our kids in the best way we can. You know, Father's Day 2021 from 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, it says in there, put in the time and effort. These are the key points I want to bring through to you today. Put in the time and effort. Don't leave it up to someone else. It's your role. Put in the time and effort. Put in no time, put in no effort, you get no result. And we want to raise our kids well and we want to put in the time and effort. The second one is bring appropriate correction. Bring appropriate correction and always in love. Bring it in love. Learn the unique bend of each child and, uh, and bring that correction in love. Don't, don't punish children, but discipline them. Bring correction and do it in love. And you're going to get incredible results from that in your kids in the days ahead. And uh, looking forward to that. So ask God for help with that. Get some advice from people around you. Seek good counsel. And uh, we're going to be able to do a whole better job if we bring correction always, always in love. Always in love. I didn't always get that right. But I know that we can when we ask for his strength and his help. And the third one was assume responsibility. Assume responsibility for your child's relationship with Jesus for your child's relationship with Jesus. If they're grown up now and they're adults and they're not walking with Jesus, then we can pray. We can pray and we can pray and not judge. We can continue to pray for our kids to come through. If your children are small, then teach them about the ways of Jesus. Pray with them. Read God's word to them. Introduce them to discipleship on their screens, on their iPads, on their laptops, on their, their devices. Tell them about your God stories. When you came to Christ, when you got baptized, all the stuff that you can tell them about your walk with God. Model things like saying grace at mealtimes. 
prayers before they go to bed at night, having family devotions. Yeah, it takes some effort to do that. And for dads to lead in that area is an incredible thing. That's so powerful for a dad to lead his family in devotions and teach the kids what it is to come together and pray together, get around, maybe do a reading together and talk about that and pray about it together. You know, Christian movies, there's a lot of stuff you can put on movies and radio and that, but what about putting some Christian movies on movies about Jesus, movies that are going to teach the kids the right values and, and good, solid um, family values that are disappearing out of culture today, but we can bring that into our families through great leadership, through uh, assuming responsibility as fathers. And the worship music, what music do you put on on the radio in the car? What music are you listening to around the house? Uh, what about some worship music? Worship that honors God. Worship music is so beautiful. It brings a great atmosphere into our homes and it's such an incredible uh, Spotify list now today. You could have an incredible list of great songs and introduce your kids to that stuff. It's going to do them good. It's going to model some great things for them. And uh, time and effort, some, some great decisions can really just turn some things around in your home and in your life and in your family, you know. And I love that verse, the last one we read today, it says there in the message, it says, take them from Ephesians, take them by the hand and lead them. Take them by the hand and lead them. Lead them in the way of the master, in the ways of Jesus. Lovingly, tenderly, compassionately, we can lead our children, whether they're adults or whether they're still small in our homes. Let's be leaders. Let's be leaders, dads. Let's be leaders, mums. Let's lead our kids and let's do it compassionately, tenderly and lovingly, just the way Jesus has done it towards us, just the way he's, he as our father is towards us. We have a loving, beautiful, compassionate father. And that's the modeling we have to reproduce in our children. So we've just read three verses today. It's not a lot. Psalms, Corinthians, Ephesians, just three verses. But how much is in there? Just three verses. Imagine if you read three verses every day, what it could do to your life and to your family's life. I want to encourage your dads today. Get into his word. Keep your relationship with God vibrant and alive and full of, full of joy. You know, as the kids see joy on your life when you've been in the word, when you've been in prayer, they see the difference. And that's going to make a huge difference on your kids. So let me leave you with this. The Bible is brilliant for wisdom and for great advice and you can't go wrong. So look into it, get it into you. Totally recommended for every dad, every day, and you're going to do well as a father. Well, it's been great talking with you today. I hope you've received something from that today and have a great Father's Day. Enjoy the rest of the day and uh, believe God. I'm believing God with you for incredible times ahead. I want to pray with you today and then we're going to finish our time together around uh, around the word this morning or whenever you're listening it might be this afternoon and uh, exciting to be able to do that so let's pray together Lord we thank you today for fathers and I pray for every father that's listening to this message today that you would strengthen them you would bless them Lord you would take them to your word take them into time of prayer and that Lord you would be their strength and their enabling power where they feel like they've got no energy and they can't do it and they're blown it Lord I pray that you would come by your spirit and strengthen them and lift them up and the mums that are listening today too Lord I pray that you would enable them where there's been a, a deficiency there with a dad not around in the home or whatever it may be whatever the circumstances Lord you are so good you are a heavenly father and you're going to come through for every mum in every household every circumstance today we ask for your blessing and your enabling power your grace to be released in Jesus name amen 
Well, it's been great being with you. If you don't know much about people builders, check us out, go to our website, give us a call, uh, send us a message on Facebook or uh, through Messenger, wherever you want to do. We'd love to connect with you. And if we can be of any help to you, let us know. Well, God bless. Have a great day. See you next time. Amen.